0: I'm going to go quiet for a second, that way we know where to edit this, and we're going to start the show. Damn it, Sam! Live from the City of Angels, somewhere in Los Angeles, this is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the April 17th edition, the Emancipation Day edition. (laughs) Happy Emancipation Day! Happy Emancipation Day! I I need to thank um, uh, 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 Abraham Lincoln for giving me an extra day to file my taxes. (laughs) Or an extra day to file my extension, on my taxes, because my taxes are a mess. You know, oh, yeah. being uh, you know kind of unemployed kind of you know partially kind of unemployed, partially part. unemployed, partially employed, partially you know struggling uh, on the on the struggle bus, yeah. so to speak. Uh, my my taxes for for 2016 are, are a godforsaken mess. <laughs> Uber driving is just uh, the the worst. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I, I I I yeah. I don't even want to talk this about Uber. Is... We might not even do the Uber segment anymore. <laughs> My God, I'm... there's nothing interesting happening.
1: It's just depressing.
0: It's depressing, honestly. Yes, yeah. I, I, I am in a, in a state of a depression, so to speak.
1: Depression. Depression. As the Cajuns say. As the Cajuns say. <laughs> hey, would you
0: like some depression with y'all? Oh shit! What's what's the fucking dish uh, they always serve? Uh, and uh, black uh, and chicken, or, like, no black and chicken, but uh it's, it's the other you thing. Why gotta bring
1: race into it? Ah, uh, why, why you gotta be racist?
0: Why? Why is it gotta? Why, why it gotta, is it gotta
1: be a racist chicken? Why is, it gotta,
0: why is the chicken gotta be racist? Ah, <laughs> uh, what's the thing? It's kind of like a soup gumbo, not, huh? Gumbo, gumbo. gumbo. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, God. I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just attribute everything wrong to me. To as, Be old, as, as, I, like, old age. Uh. Well, I attribute everything wrong to me. To, with me see i can't even <laughs> speak right I, I i've lost the ability to speak and I, I need to get the camera out of my face here let me let me just fire all these things off on twitch yeah let me shoot those things out over there no no don't don't, don't follow shoot
1: them this out over th- oh over there yeah <laughs>
0: i shot it all over you <laughs>
1: thank you, thank you.
0: Thank i you. shot i shot the little guys on twitch all over you my friend
1: the little twitchies
0: the little twitchies we're going to call yeah we're going to call them the little twitchies the little guys that, that if you're watching on twitch we're we're using a weird game they look like they want to fight they do want to fight <laughs> they do want to fight so things happened last weekend uh, happen. a lot of things happened in the nerd world originally we were going to talk about 80s cartoons yeah. but you know i decided to put that subject in my back pocket and save it for another week. There you go. Because this week thing, things happened last week. A lot of things happened. L- a lot of.
2: Oh no, the Camera
0: down. I have to use a different mount because we are and we're in a different secret podcast location <laughs> today. All right. So sorry, Facebook Live, <laughs> and for the people listening to this on <laughs> iTunes, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> So last, last I'm gonna start off with the, with the first thing on my list here. Last Friday, I, I we all woke up to Star Wars: The Last Jedi, yeah. the 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 teaser trailer. We finally, I was expecting this because the, there was a big yes, uh, Star Wars celebration going on in Orlando. Oh, yeah. I guess the, the 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 Star Wars equivalent of, of San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Now that, that's the you know big old giant crazy show happening in Orlando, and then uh, they debuted the trailer. They had the Last Jedi panel yeah. in that morning, and then the the teaser trailer came out, and I, I, I get the feeling from a lot of my friends that uh, they were not as uh, enthused about it as uh, I, I was slightly enthused. I, I, I'm yeah. a lover of things Star Wars. I I am a lover of mm-hmm. Star Wars. <laughs> I love Star Wars. But I, I, I know uh, I saw online uh, Executive Producer Sam Zia had some thoughts and feelings.
1: I uh, had some. All right. Uh, you know, <laughs> so, well, so
0: we're going to we're gonna go to you first. Let's go to you, Executive Producer Sam Zia. What were your thoughts and feelings about Star Wars The Last Jedi, the, the teaser, the, the two minutes, the... The, um, the thimbleful of, of content that we got. The, the, the barely taste of any dialogue. Breathe. <clears throat> Breathe. What, what did you think, my friend? <clears throat> Meh. Me. Back to you, Andre. <laughs> wow, just a straight up meh. Xavier meh. Zemzia uh, uh, was unimpressed. I know a friend of the show and uh, uh, our first guest on the very first uh, live show we did, Lamar Harris, was also meh. very underwhelmed as yeah. well. Mm.
1: I wish you would left. I would have been satisfied if it left me whelmed. I'm underwhelmed.
0: You're underwhelmed, you're and, and that's understandable. I, I kind of get it, because unlike other trailers, which I which I feel like uh, give away too yeah, much give, plot, yeah. this gave away literally no plot.
1: Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> it, it was a teaser. It wasn't a it's trailer. A it, it was a teaser.
0: It, it's something to keep people happy who who paid all the money to fly to Orlando yeah. <laughs> and, and listen to Mark Hamill tell them all that uh, the, the ghost of Carrie Fisher is flipping them off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: that was a great quote.
1: I, really, they set the standard on it so high with the first trailer of uh, uh, Eva, Force, Force, Awakens? Uh, yeah. Force Awakens. That was one of the greatest yeah. trailers of all time. I, I was uh, I was like, my eyes were I couldn't blink. Tears were coming out not because I was happy or sad, but because I was not blinking. <laughs> because it was so I amazing. The back of my
0: neck, when, when, I, when I saw the, the Force Awakens two years ago, around this time, when we saw yeah. the, fir, the, fir, the first Force Awakens trailer, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up as I watched that trailer. It was so... Overwhelmingly emotional for me, and, and you know From that
1: moment you actually grew hair. <laughs> I grew hair. My bald head just so it,
0: was, could, stand just just so it could
1: stand up. Just
0: so we could stand up. Just so I could have hair to stand up, and not just the the, the hair on the on my back and the hair on my arms and every, uh, the hair I have everywhere else but the top of my head. <laughs> stood up, and it was amazing. You're welcome, Samzia That was for you, my friend. That's because I love you. No, I, 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 on, on Facebook we have uh, we have um, Kersey, who we call who on PSM, we lovingly call G Sun. He says, our, our, our friend Bushy Browley has a theory. I have not heard Bushy's theory. I will have to ask him about that. I don't know if he's gonna, I don't know if he's watching on uh, on Twitch or if he's watching on, on Facebook Live, but I'm sure I will hear Bushy's theory at some point in the next uh, couple weeks. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Like, just the fact that we're referring to like you know their screen names and stuff. So you know we got bushy. It sounds like bushy like, browley bushy bushy's theory. And it's like you're talking about a, like we we just had an encounter uh, with the squirrel. And he joined. And he just, <laughs>
0: just had an encounter with a squirrel and he just joined our Facebook live. And he says which one the theory on the last Jedi, Met Mr. Calum, Mr. Kalem, aka Bushy Browley. And yes, that is a uh, that's an hour or two reference. But but <laughs> at, while we wait for for Calum uh, to type that, I want to go to to. Judgmental nerd <laughs> who who always passes judgment on things. Passes judgment. Uh, he passes judgment. Well, what did you think uh, of I the mean, uh, of the Star Wars the the Last Jedi uh, teaser trailer?
3: Yeah, I mean, like they didn't, they didn't show a lot, but like you said, like that's a good thing because you know you don't want to know. I feel like Star Wars does that though. Like, I mean, you look at look at like Last Jedi. Look, we looked at uh, Rogue One. Those trailers didn't really show much. I mean, yeah. I remember. I was actually kind of. Epic music. Yeah. <laughs> Epic music. <laughs> Thoughts I was, and uh, emotions. Yeah. I thought I was actually kind of upset when they showed, I think it was like a second or third trailer for Rogue One, when they showed Vader. Mm-hmm. Like, we all knew he
1: was going to be in it. but... It, it, it kind of was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but you didn't need to show him.
3: <laughs> like, you know, like.
1: Yeah, well, they, a, well, there's enough. People didn't know enough about what was going on with Rogue One going into it that they needed to have something yeah, to tie it back to the, fam- the familiar. Um, but, but yeah, at the same time, they are giving away so yeah. much. <laughs> I, I, but I honestly don't mind having moments mm-hmm. of the plot, especially yeah.
0: when you, you, you first watch world.
1: it. When you first watch it, you don't know what the plot is going to be. Yeah, you it figure it, it out later on once you actually see yeah, the movie. Show oh you wow, stuff, they gave it away. I, they show
0: you things out of context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like you had more to say.
1: Well,
3: yeah, because even the, if you look at the the first no oh, the second uh, Force Awakens trailer. They showed Finn running around in the desert whatever, and like we had no idea what the hell was we going like, on. All we knew was, like, black
0: stormtrooper. That's all we knew.
1: And, uh, no, and that was the moment that made, like, you start to see, like, KKK Jedi fans <laughs> all jump ship. That was my Man, favorite.
0: I can't believe that they're going to let one of them be a stormtrooper?
1: <laughs> they're, they're saying, maybe you should have kept his helmet on the whole time. <laughs> By God, my
3: stars and bars are offended. <laughs> But I feel like the next trailer, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to have that because remember the second trailer for Force Awakens, when we got that Han and Chewie shot, yeah, and that's the trailer that got me like, oh shit, like this is cool, yeah, <laughs> like, that's
0: know, like Chewie, we're home, yeah, well, so, you got you got that moment, I was like, oh my god.
1: Yeah, so, that, that was a moment where you you could hear a million nerd boners simultaneously I, explode. I, I believe I,
0: I believe that was the meme. I, like the two years oh, when that trailer came out, that was the meme I made. <laughs> it, was, it was like it was like Obi Wan. It's almost as if you heard a million nerds' orgasm and they were suddenly silenced.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Because the
0: interpolation of Obi wans uh, Obi Wan yeah, quote. Yeah, but I remember when
3: that trailer came out. Uh, it had been out for like an hour or so, like, and mm-hmm. I, I hadn't seen it yet. And I saw all these people reacting to it, uh. and I saw all these videos of people like crying, and I'm like, "The like, last Jedi trailer? Yeah, the, the one when really? Han and Chewie come out. Oh, uh, Han and yeah. Chewie. Okay. Oh, yeah, people and, lost it. And I was like, "What is going on? And so we, I, I put it on the TV at the store, and I sit there watching it. And then I remember when Han Chewie came out. Like I didn't cry,
1: but there was that smile. Like you know, yeah. it was like, oh, they're back. Oh, you know?
0: yeah. I, I was very emotional. I was like, yes, yeah. Han <laughs> and Chewie, thank you, sweet baby Jesus, thank you.
1: I was running circles on the floor like curling.
3: <laughs> <from the, laughs> so I think that's what the, the, the last Jedi, the second trailer has to have that moment.
0: It has to have that moment of like sheer joy or sheer, you know. Insanity. Yeah, like, like for me, I, I, like I said, I'm I'm a huge, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Yeah, no. I I will love Star Wars. I, I, although I I did make a de- declaration to to some friends the <laughs> other day, like if it turns out that um that that Supreme Leader Snoke is um what's his face is is Jar Jar Binks, yeah. <laughs> I will quit Star Wars. <laughs> that is the one thing that will make me quit Star Wars. If Jar Jar Binks is our like is the, the true Sith Lord who has orchestrated everything since the Phantom Menace, I will quit Star Wars. I will, like like full stop. Like I'm done. Nope.
1: I I honestly think that would be kind of funny. <laughs> uh, no, like, no, seriously no, think, no, think of the heel no, turn that would have had to yeah, happen. Yeah, if, for... if this was professional
0: wrestling, then yes, that would be like that that would be an amazing heel turn. Like, like the, the slowest of the slow burns, like it's an 18 to 20 year slow burn of like, me's a really racist. <laughs> me's a bad representation of possibly African American. I'm not sure. Jamaican then, or like Jamaican or what? He, he was some sort yeah. of, you know, he was clearly a minority. Yeah. Then we had the bad Asians, you know, we had uh, like Newt the... Gunray It's like, we control all the money. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I'm sure. I'm sure Sam. I'm sure you. You were a big fan of old waddle. Hey, I'm gonna sell you all the things. I'm gonna rip you off. Ah, I
1: yeah. don't want to sell you my slave boy. Ah, <laughs> Racist Star Wars Episode One. Ah. Oh God! I yeah. There was so much, so much like hidden racism. It was so beautiful. Oh, that Episode One was like. It was oh, like, Episode but, One was painful.
0: I, I still have not. Re- I have not rewatched Episode One. In, in it's a very long time. It's the one of the the six of the, that six Blu-ray package. I have not. <laughs> i have not here's, watched i've watched i've watched the terrible episode two <laughs> episode watched, two
3: has that cool fight scene at the end uh, uh, <laughs> has the like, uh, like.
0: cool fight scene uh, yeah I, and then episode two had some really good music
1: <laughs> okay, yeah and then,
0: it's, and then so did episode three
1: yeah uh but with episode one here's the weird thing that i've noticed especially with the younger star wars crowd like for example my girlfriend your girlfriend yes she started watching Star Wars at episode one and she freaking loves Jar Jar. Yeah. It's so No, and, I, and I've and i dated other women in the past who carry the same sentiment. What's up with you and women who like Jar Jar bitch?
0: <laughs> Executive producer Sam Zia.
3: I don't that is... know. You know what's funny? We were talking about this the other day. Uh, in the, the documentary, the making of uh, episode one, mm-hmm. there's a quote where George Lucas says that Jar Jar is the key to to the that the
0: to the trilogy that is the prequels. <laughs> but if you look back he kind of is. Well, cause he's the one who made, the, in episode two, when you know in the in the, the, bu- the bureaucracy half yeah. of, of episode two, when it was pure bureaucracy, and then the, the C-SPAN version. The, yeah, him. it was Star Wars C-SPAN. Yeah. Good God, it really was. There were episodes of Clone Wars that were like that, too. Yeah. I, 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 I was like, I was freaking like, nope. marathon watching uh, episode of the Clone Wars yeah. before it was taken out on Netflix, and there was entire episodes that were just like episode two, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Didn't you know that was bad? That's why people hate this. That, you know, like... like We don't want Senates. Yeah. We don't want bureaucracy. We want to watch Jedi fight. Yeah. We want to see droids be funny and ridiculous. We don't, we don't want this. I call for a vote. <laughs> There's a vote of no confidence in Chancellor Valorum. I'm like,
2: why? Who
0: seconds? Who seconds this? <laughs> oh, like, I, Chancellor Palp- I, Senator Palpatine, second this. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> My God. But, yeah, but Jar Jar puts him in power. Yeah, that yeah, that's like he was the key. Like and he Jar Jar is the one responsible for making it, Emperor Palpatine the and Emperor. He creates the Empire. Jar <laughs> Jar, yeah, see. But then so, people take that quote out of context, They think, oh, Jar Jar is the Jar Jar is the the, 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 is the, 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 the heads, the, he's the Sith.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you. That's who he is. He
0: no, it, you it can't. was the
1: slow burn heel no, turn.
3: No,
0: this is, <laughs> it is
1: not but
3: WWE. See, I feel though that like in some like empire-controlled city. Mm-hmm. There's like a statue of Jar Jar. Like, you know, he's like our founding father.
0: Like, you know, our like... founding father, Jar Jar Binks. Good God. War War hero. He's,
1: he's the Joseph Smith of the group. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my God. On, on that note, I'm going to have us move on. We're, we're almost to the quarter hour. So I'm going to move on to our secondary. This mount sucks.
1: Ass. i uh for, for our- i'm watching it right here on, on here every time it happens it's like something <laughs> hilarious okay, I'm, I'm gonna
0: have to put my left hand right here to hold up the phone mount the entire time this is frustrating so Something else happened very yep. big in the, in the nerd world last week. Doctor Who came, it came back. back. It's uh, been gone for like a year, man. Been, oh, I feel like it's been over <laughs> yeah. a year that the, 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 doc, the doc, doc, doctor <laughs> yeah. has been gone. Uh, I, I, I It's only been a few years that I've gotten into the doctor. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say it was around the 50th anniversary that I became a God, Doctor yeah. Who fan. Yeah. I remember when I frustrated uh, your lovely girlfriend, Joanna, by telling her that I <laughs> watched <I>, it backwards. <laughs> I watched it all backwards. <laughs> I watched Matt Smith's last episode first, <laughs> and then I watched the 50th anniversary episode, which was the episode before that, yeah. and then I watched them else and I was like, hey, this is a show about a guy who travels through time. I think I can watch them any order I feel like. Exactly. <laughs> honestly and i really felt like i didn't lose anything yeah. it was actually quite interesting and then i went back to netflix and i watched oh well back when it was still on netflix yeah. and then uh, now it's on amazon, amazon prime yeah, yeah. Uh, i went through netflix and i watched uh the ninth doctor christopher Eccleston, who mm. at that point he was my favorite doctor yeah. and then i saw then everyone kept talking about the tenth doctor uh, uh, uh david, Tennant, david Tennant, and he's like the everyone's like f- absolute favorite yeah but and then, uh, and then I, I still haven't finished Matt Smith for whatever oh, yeah. reason. I, I, I guess I just can't get through, though. And, yeah. and then it left Netflix, and now I have to find, it, find out where I left off yeah. in, uh, in, in Amazon Prime. But uh, this new Doctor, this current guy, I think he's awesome. Yeah. No, he's Because he's, he's a dick. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I like I the Ninth Doctor because he was a total asshole. Yeah. He, he was a huge asshole. And the Tenth Doctor, he was like he was super cool. Like He yeah. was really cool, super nerdy. He was, like the, he was the, the super nerdy Doctor, although I feel like maybe Matt Smith was even nerdier than him. Yeah, yeah, he had his
3: moments, and I think. I have a fez. Yeah, he was a, he was he was the goofy doctor. He was like you know everyone loved him, and mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think it was like, it <laughs> the cat, cat, has got to go. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was just uh yeah he was he was pretty nerdy. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it was like uh I don't know he he didn't have the 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 David Tennant like David Tennant would get you know and he would get angry and he would get you
0: know he never had those like moments
3: you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I oh, know, but yeah, the, but this current doctor—I yeah. forget his name. Uh, his name really escapes me right now. His actual name, but uh, Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he is my favorite doctor. Yeah. He continues. He keeps doing stuff that makes me a humongous fan of him. I'm like, you are ridiculous. <laughs> you are a giant a hole. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs>
3: It's just yeah, he's he's really good, man. And it's it's sad. I love it's, his voice. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's leaving.
0: He's leaving. And he, and he's done at the end yeah, of the series. He's done at the end yeah, of the series. Yeah, three 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 seasons or three series. I, mean, I forget him. Yeah. In, in the UK, they are called series, not series seasons. That? He's done three series and, mm. and, and, and he's done. He's done. We're gonna have a new doctor. Yo. Mm-hmm. So all right, wh- how did you feel about this 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 new this new episode? This new the, the start of the new series. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it was um, it was, d- was Doctor Who expert, yeah. <laughs> Pete Molini. It was it was
3: fun, man. It was uh it it was Kind of serious, like you know, it was a little more
0: serious than I expected. To be. I loved college professor doctor. Yeah. Like, and he, like, he wearing a hoodie the whole time. I was like, "Why is he wearing a hoodie?" That <laughs> yeah. I'm like that's a guy, that's actually kind of cool. Like, I thought that was cool because yeah. I always wear hoodies.
3: So <laughs> the doctor wearing a hoodie, I'm like, and like his desk was the best, man. Like he had uh, his family pictures, yeah. up and then he said he had a little cup full of science screwdrivers. Like I'm like, why? Like,
0: like, like a river song, and I assume the other that one that was he, his, uh, his granddaughter, his granddaughter, his granddaughter oh, okay. Susan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just like This is a uh, I, it, That was really cool I, I felt like that episode Was uh, almost kind of Like a love letter To to you know Hardcore Whovians yeah, Like yourself yeah. Like I knew who River Song was I had no clue Who the other picture mm-hmm. was And where you know The TARDIS just sit In the corner yeah, Out of the order <laughs> I, Like I, I want to Honestly I, I felt like He was stuck there I, like, I was like oh yeah. man Is he stuck Is he stuck yeah. teaching At the school <laughs> <laughs> like, the, 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 the TARDIS is out of order I'm like well, yeah. what's going on And then eventually Oh yes it was working He found himself A new companion Yeah A nice lo- well, the It was Hilarious crazy. lady uh, Hilarious young lady I, yeah. I thought she was Very amusing She she was, she, was, she was funny
3: Yeah it was It was different Like you know She's like They didn't take them Too seriously And like I think that was Always the fun part Is like when they're They're not kind of Impressed about what's going yeah, on Yeah exactly They're kind of like Oh that's weird We're like, like oh all right, you can Travel <laughs>
0: through time and space But wait no Hold on a second Yeah You're an asshole Yeah uh, that, that's what I think is really endearing about, yeah. about about Doctor Who. Like uh, before, I because i remember as a kid, I remember I tried to watch a couple episodes, and like, I think the Fourth Doctor. I remember the intro always scared me. No, <laughs> for whatever reason, the <laughs> intros I was like, ah, the intro is weird. Ew, with his face is with the, weird. With the face, you know, like <laughs> yeah. with the weird face. Woo-woo! Yeah, like, like why is he it? always getting that phone booth? It was really weird. Yeah. You know, but then I was like, probably like eight
3: years old, so I was terrified. But it was it was interesting. Like I, I'm, I'm curious to see where they go with it, and then especially since it's last season. And did you watch that little thing at the end
0: where they're like they showed a little. Oh, actually no, I didn't. I didn't get to see the teaser because I, I I wasn't watching it live. So I, oh. I, you had to watch the other show, the 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 whatever staff or class or whatever. Oh yeah all, the, yeah, all the students. Yeah. and He shows them the first episode. I <laughs> want everyone to know this is a Doctor Who show. <laughs> yeah. Please watch this show. <laughs> I couldn't get into that man. I oh, saw really? I saw that those
3: mess. those offshoot shows yeah. are always kind of like. Eh. I mean, they really are pushing this option to show because he shows up. He shows, yeah, they, no, they, I saw
0: it the, 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 cause they, they premiered it right after the yeah. first episode. They show, Hey, look, here's the doctor.
3: But it's weird because they I think it's been going on in the UK since like Christmas.
0: Oh, really? So I saw it way back then. Oh it was, really? I saw so this is the further show on BBC, BBC America.
3: Yeah. I think it's over already. I think it oh, really? like, yeah, like
0: <laughs> I mean, we're so behind.
3: Yeah. And so it's um, just like
0: it's just like Japanese anime when I was a kid. We're always behind.
3: Yeah. Well, it's worse Debbie's
1: anime. We're like behind years. <laughs> like, years, like everyone's
0: <laughs> barely watching like the tenth episode of Dragon Ball Super, and it's like, like episode like fifty.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm happy I have the Funimation app. I can get all you of can get the... all all the episodes. But and this is the best part also. Maria's watching the episodes with me. Oh, we're Dragon Ball Super, up.
0: bro! Dragon Ball Super is great. He's the best man. But but uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun watching this episode. Yeah. Uh, I like how they they hit the hammer really hard that the companion. Is a lady who likes ladies. Yes, yes. They, they, they yes. really, they, they wanted to make sure everybody was like, oh, all of you uh, sexist, uh, anti, uh, uh, or hom- homophobic people. She's gay. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> yep. Her name is Bill. Yeah. You're, you're, you're uh, if you're really, uh, <laughs> oh, <derp. laughs> I dropped it again.
1: If you, drinking game for this episode. Oh,
0: drinking game for this episode. Good, good, because I feel like we're gonna have to suspend the Nintendo drinking game because if we enforce the Nintendo drinking yeah. game, it's gonna be alcohol poisoning. Yeah. They've already taken three shots so far. Yeah, like yeah. If we enforce the Nintendo drinking game, everyone's gonna get fucked up. Like, Four. Nintendo. Well, no, no, because no the thing is, I have to mention that I work for Nintendo. Five. <laughs> that's a shot right there. All right, so we're at the. Yeah, all right, we're at the twenty-minute mark. Hey, yo.
1: We oh, should do the drinking game ourselves one of these
0: days. One of these days, we should. One of them. That could be bad. <laughs> we can call an Uber, and, I, and we'll just... I mean, I, I did do the, the Royal Rumble show drunk, so why not? <laughs> so, all right. So, the, the main event. Let's get to the main event. The reason people are probably tuning in, I'm going to talk about Nintendo. All right, so the big thing that happened with Nintendo, which which spurred this becoming the subject this week, I mean I've kind of I've kind of kept the whole let's talk about Nintendo on an extensive thing. I kind of keep in my back pocket. We, mm-hmm. we didn't talk about Nintendo Switch, we talked about other stuff. But last week, Nintendo announced that you know, because this past Christmas, they had that NES classic came out. Yeah. That cute little device and uh, people went crazy for people it. People went nuts for it. And um it came out and everyone went crazy. It sold out everywhere. Everyone wanted it. And throughout the holidays, I almost dropped it again, <laughs> <laughs> and it sold out. And then uh, this past week, Nintendo announced, more um, no, after these last shipments go out to everybody, uh, that's it; it's over. Um, th- there are no more NES classics, and everyone on the internet freaked the fuck out because hey, they yeah. were already going for a hundred bucks on eBay. They are yeah. already hard to find, and like, and the, the the main question I kept seeing all over different websites different you know blogs it's like mm-hmm. why is Nintendo you know throwing away money here why 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 does Nintendo want not not make more of these yeah well why aren't they being capitalistic and continuing to manufacture these honestly because Nintendo is different yeah <laughs> Nintendo uh like I remember I, I texted one of my friends from Nintendo oh actually he, he texted me when he saw a status update I made about about this and I told and I remember the, the statement I made to him that Nintendo they, they They're very Japanese. I mean, this was not this this success was not a planned success. So therefore, it's not considered success. Surprise! These things sold out, and they're really hard to find. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But that wasn't a part of the plan. Like them being like them producing more of these things was not a part of the business plan. Mm -hmm. And so that's like, oh no, like they're not going to make more of these. And and the other thing I think a lot of people don't understand, and back when I worked at Nintendo, (laughs) drink, (laughs) drink, drink, um. This used to happen frequently. People would always accuse Nintendo of deliberately creating a scarce market. Mm. Yeah. People always accuse them of this. But what people don't know about Nintendo is that even though they are a humongous worldwide name, like, you know, everyone around the world knows Nintendo. Everyone knows Mario. They are logistically very small. I mean, there are probably more people in this building that we're in today (laughs) than there are employees for Nintendo of America.
1: That's hard to believe. No. You've got to... uh... Let yeah, me elaborate. Got, I'm, please about elaborate. Elab- I'm about to elaborate. I'm to elaborate. Prove of America, this.
0: Prove this. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> like I guess we're suspending the Nintendo Dream game. There was a Nintendo <laughs> national medium that I attended where they had all, every Nintendo employee go. Like, they brought in all the field reps. They had everyone at that office in Redmond, Washington. They brought in the people from the one facility they have to distribute products. They only have one in North Bend, Washington. That's one facility wow. that services all of North America. All... Maybe four or five hundred employees were all in one room. We were all in the cafeteria to hear the Japanese CEO speak to us directly.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah. Every Nintendo of America employee was in one cafeteria. Wow. And the Japanese CEO came from Japan to speak to everyone. Wow. This was just and this was probably like just around when the 3DS had come out. Yeah. That's That's, all. That's kind of shocking. That's Nintendo of America. Like, all your distribution yeah, on Facebook Live, Tabitha Sheehan, she was also a Nintendo rep at the same time as me. She was there. She can provide, you know, your second verification. But, yeah, Nintendo is not, it's not Sony and it's not Microsoft. Those are multinational corporations that have much more interests other than video games. I mean, obviously, Sony, they make all sorts of consumer electronics. They make music. They make movies. They make all sorts of shit. They have facilities all over the world. When when the Nintendo Wii was at its biggest, Nintendo had one factory in Japan that was assembling them. Really? Oh. Yeah. At, at maximum capacity, working everyone overtime, they were cranking out maybe seven hundred fifty thousand Wii's a month.
1: Wow. Oh, really?
0: And that was for the entire world.
1: Wow. Okay. So they do create scarceness, but that's just because no, of it's
0: because of the just it, how
1: they're built as that's a. Company. they're built.
0: They're very conservatively built. I mean, yeah. so a lot of people say, "Why don't they build a bigger factory?" Because business isn't always booming. Yeah. Yeah, the the, the mm-hmm. sun is not always shining, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it, 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 and the ironic thing is they did actually during because the Wii was a very extended period of boom. So they actually did increase their facility so that they could produce. Uh they went from producing seven hundred and fifty thousand. Units a month to about 1.2 million. They actually did. They bought the lot next door to their factory. Expanded their factory. And did. they did increase it during okay. the big mm-hmm. big boom time. Because they were, I mean, they were raking in the money. What, 06, 07, 08? When Wiis when were flying off the shelves and everyone, you know, every grandma, every mom and dad, yeah. every non-gamer was buying the Wii. They did expand their facility, but they did so conservatively because they knew it wasn't going to last yeah. forever. They they don't recklessly expand. That's why you see a lot of these other businesses, you know, they, they they become flash in the pans like like the tablet company I worked with before. Yep, they expanded rapidly. Oh wow, we're one of the number one tablet companies in the world. Let's expand dramatically. Let's let's put and, in millions of dollars in R&D. And 2 years later they bankrupt and I was out of a job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, Nintendo, I mean, oh you can look this up. On, on Wikipedia Nintendo's been around for over 100 years. I yeah. feel like a lot of people like a lot of people don't know this.
1: They were a card game company?
0: Yes, they created Hanaf they they they, they had Hanafuna cards. The little playing cards. I remember uh, my one of my exes her, her grandma would would always be playing with those type of cards. Mm-hmm. But so the company has been around forever. They've always shifted their business to where they could make money. You know, famously all they made consumer electronics. They ran love hotels, yeah. uh, all all that kind of fun <laughs> stuff. And so that's why it's not scarcity on purpose. It's like when something gets hot, they fundamentally cannot keep up with it. Yeah. Like right. if something takes off and go like right now the switch, the switch is also hard to find because they cannot keep up with the demand. And because they're a conservative Japanese company that runs very traditional Japanese values, they're not going to overreact. They're going to stand pat. They're going to follow their business plan.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's why they, that's why they're going to be around. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't react emotionally or impulsively like other companies where they'll jump on, like, or everyone started jumping on motion technology immediately as soon as Nintendo made it popular. I mean, I, I'm not here to toot their horn, like, nope. Nintendo does this. I, I, I mean, they cut off their nose despite their face. I mean, there's a lot of times where the, the, their inability to keep up with stuff hurts them in the long run. I mean, obviously right now, the, the backlash they're receiving over this NES Classic, they literally cannot dedicate any more resources to making this thing. It, it's, it's counterproductive to them and it wasn't, and it also was not in their business plan to be making this. This thing was supposed like they, they put it in their in a um in a press, press statement or a press release that this was intended to only be a limited edition product yeah. that was yeah. only for the holidays. They actually did okay. go back and make more than they intended to try to satisfy demand in North America, but That was always intended. They're not going to continue doing it just because it's making money. It's not a part of their plan. If it doesn't, if it's not a part of their plan, they're not going to follow it. I watched this for seven years. I would Mm -hmm. go like we'd go to these national meetings where they explained to us the holiday plan for the holidays, and it was always we're going to do this and this is what we're doing. And then like the biggest thing with them, a lot of people always complain that uh, Nintendo uh, Nintendo prices games on Nintendo prices never go down. Like, the, like a, like a yeah. Super Mario game will stay at $50 for, like, several years. Yeah. While all, all the other companies slash and burn. Like, as soon as, you know, the game is, like, four months old, they drop it to 40 or they drop it to 20 Nintendo's like, no, like, we made this game, and we're going to—they they perceive a different value of their games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything is about maintaining a cult, something they, they called evergreen. It's like, these, these titles are evergreen. They will always be popular. They don't produce excessive sequels. Yeah, every year. That's yeah. why like, every call co- I, I, I frequently explain to people like they're gonna make one Mario Kart, they're gonna make one Smash Brothers, and that's it. They're not gonna do Smash Two or Smash Seven. I mean, the multiple Smash Brothers on the same console. They made that one Smash Brothers game. They felt that was their optimal product for that system. They will make the next one for the following yeah, console.
1: Yeah. So that may answer what my next question would be. Do What's you think question? that they would make an SNES classic? Possibly. I, I feel like. They
0: would probably investigate that and think, oh, this could be something that we could potentially do. It also has a lot to do with licensing, because if they're gonna yeah. try to get third party games, they have to go talk to they gotta talk to Square Enixes, hey, would it be possible to get Final Fantasy two II and three, aka Final Fantasy Four and Six? Could we get Chrono Trigger? Could we get some other stuff like, could we get a I'm trying to think of some of the other third-party games uh, like that were that were really big on Super Nintendo. Like for me, it was all JRPGs. That's what I played a lot of. Yeah. On, a, on on my Super Nintendo, but I feel like there probably were like a Mortal Kombat. Like you have to go find whoever has the Mortal Kombat thing and us. Uh, hey, can we get Mortal Kombat on the Super NES? Can we get all these other? And the stuff? thing
1: is, uh, Mortal Kombat's one, two, and three are on the Genesis little mini machine, yeah, which I got exactly. Yeah.
0: So there's certain games that you're- Secret of Mana mentioned by Tabitha Sheehan on the Facebook Live. Yeah, yeah. there's there's a lot of like there's a lot of great like I feel like that would be more of like. Uh, See, see, now that I've been saying these titles out loud, I feel like the Super NES classic would not be as popular. And it wouldn't be as good because it's more focused on a lot more... um, these these RPG style games, which you're not pick up and play, like the, a lot of stuff on the NES Classic, which is stuff that was oh simple arcade arcadey style games. Yeah, where the Super Nintendo had a lot more long form games.
1: I think the the major draw of the SNES would just be another chance to play something like uh, Super Mario World and yeah. some of the Super Mario World, uh, Mario Kart, the original the, one. Yes, yeah. the original
0: Super Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, like, the original Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, uh, like, Star Fox would be, uh, the Star original Fox, Star Fox yeah. would be another one.
1: So there's a lot of first-party stuff that they can ride, like, they but can ride. Uh, some of the best experiences on the system were third-party. Third yeah, so. were th- mm. third-party.
0: Like, and that's not something that's... And those type of games are not mass-market games. That's yeah. not... Like that is not your you know your your eighty percent of people out there who would be buying the NES Classic. Yeah, that that would be your twenty percent of gamers, and that's another thing. A lot of people don't realize that percentage of like you know the hardcore gamer versus the casual gamer. Yeah, and people oh Nintendo always uh, you know they go more towards the casual gamers. Like yeah, there's a lot more of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there that's a much bigger demographic. They, they they do tailor to the hardcore occasionally, but sometimes that burns them. Like, because people, uh, that's another frequent complaint I got about Nintendo back in the day was, oh, Nintendo always, you know, they just rely on their franchises.
1: Yeah, they insist upon themselves. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, But that's, that's what the market demands. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. during those seven years I worked at Nintendo, there were a lot of great, you know, they they published a lot of really great non-popular, non-franchisings, and they didn't sell. People didn't buy them. And people are voting with their wallets, and when people vote with their wallets, that means we get a new Super Mario Brothers Wii. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. That's why you get. That's why you get another. You know, that's why you get another Donkey Kong. You get another. You know, uh, Legend what? of Zelda
3: stuff that you can't get on the other systems.
0: Yeah, and the, yeah. the stuff that's exclusive to them. Yeah. yeah, and and that's where they succeed. That like, they provide. That you know. They provide a time. Oh, Super Metroid! How can I forget Super Metroid on the Super uh, with the, yeah. uh, on the on the SNES Classic? That 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 that's my favorite. That's probably my favorite SNES game of all time. Thank you for pointing that out, Tabitha Jean on Facebook. Live. Tabitha also
1: mentioned earlier about the Amiibos.
0: The Amiibos. Oh yeah, yeah. See,
1: uh, the, the Amiibos. Yeah,
0: they they can't. Keep up with production, and that's the other thing. They're not going to be like other companies. They're just—they're not going to hire someone else to make the product for them. Yeah. There was a short period of time where they actually did outsource Game Boy Advances to China. I remember seeing those; there, all those were made in China. But the, I think they stopped doing that because you know the, the quality went down, and Nintendo is all about the, the quality. And oh, let me mention one more. Uh, let me mention another thing of, that's a, a weird Nintendo business practice that the other companies do than they don't. Nintendo always tries to sell their hardware at a profit. Huh. Where Sony and yeah. Microsoft sell their 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 hardware at a loss.
1: Yeah. That's they, true.
0: They will like the the the, the components in like when, when those first systems first come out, like a PS two or a PS3 or an X. PS three, six hundred dollar one. Yeah.
1: 600,
0: yeah, that thing probably had like nine hundred dollars worth of hardware of of what two thousand and five or two thousand six, yeah. two thousand six mm-hmm. hardware in there. And that was six hundred dollars. And that was them, that's the bare minimum. They're still taking a loss at six hundred dollars. Yeah. Where Nintendo put out the Wii at, 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 um, at 300, or I you don't know, it was like, I, oh wow, my memory really is going, I don't remember how much the Wii was when it first came out. I believe it was 250, or it was either 250 or 300. And that was at a profit. Yeah. Nintendo, uh, out, the big one everyone complained about was the 3DS. When the 3DS first came out, it was $250. That was them trying to profit, the, that they were trying to make sure they made a profit because they don't have, um, you know, Microsoft has Windows. Yeah. Yeah. They're always going to have money coming in from that. Mm-hmm. That's the operating system that the majority of people use. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that that's what you use. <laughs> They're always gonna have money coming in from that. Um, Sony, they have so many other divisions. It's funny, like, because there are times where the PlayStation division was propping up the rest of the company, but then there's, there's more often than not, the rest of the company is propping up PlayStation.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they the Sony has kind, TVs. Sony has yeah, they have, they have a all sorts of other things. things. Nintendo
0: that- just makes this stuff like they do license out their properties and they're actually starting to become a little bit more um free uh, or or accepting of licensing out their properties more frequently now in these last five five Mm -hmm. years i feel because they realize that that's That's a a revenue stream they've been kind of ignoring because they've always they're super protective of their IPs. Yeah, that's why you didn't like you'd always see like crappy T-shirts at the swap meet with fake Mario's on them. (laughs) Like now you're starting to see stuff at retail where it's okay you're seeing the the licensed products out there. They're they're making a bigger effort. Like I remember right before I left, they started um, making a bigger deal about okay we need to use our classic characters because those that's our brand our brand is mario our brand is zelda our brand is you know yeah. princess peach all these different characters that's where the that's where a lot of their money can be derived from but the, but the company, the company's complicated, man. They they are they are not a they are not a normal company. And then I, I remember because I, I had made this similar response to one of, one of my friends on Facebook. I was trying to keep from making these responses because I wanted to save this yeah for the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be a good podcast host. I'm like, I need to save my opinions for the show. But I, I made like kind of a short version of the response, yeah. and then um, someone else replied. I'm like, oh look at that, a corporation that's not trying to maximize profits. Well, why aren't there more companies like <laughs> that? I'm like, I it's more of a Japanese thing than it is, yeah. you know. Than it is an Amer- like an American corporation thing. Like, here it's like, oh, if you know, if, if Nintendo was an American corporation, oh, the NES classic would just be in perpetuity. Yeah. <laughs> they they'd be everywhere. But then eventually
3: you end up finding them in like big lots. And <laughs> yeah. And, and, <laughs> like, oh, see, and
0: see, that's the other thing. Nintendo's very protective of their brand. They yeah. don't want their stuff to end up like that. Yeah. Right? Although unintentionally, sometimes it ends up that way. Mm-hmm. But it's insane. Like, oh, uh, see, a big title for them back in the, back in the uh, mid-2000s was a, a game called Brain Age on the DS.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And that one, the Nintendo loved that game because that game had consistent sales over the course of, like, several years. Like, it may have only sold, like, 50,000 units a month, but it sold 50,000 50, units a month for every month. Yeah. Like, they showed that on a graph compared, like, Legend of Zelda, Twilight, you know, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. It's a Legend of Zelda game. It sells... Half a million units the first month, hundred thousand units the second month, ten thousand units the third month, and then just trickles off.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and like over the course over the course of like eight nine months, it trickles off till it kind of just doesn't really sell. Where you had these other titles like this Brain Age game, fifty k every month consistently over the course oh. of several years, that that game was way more profitable than any of the big ones. Yeah. And then once the, once the DS became a big thing, and then some of those other titles, you know, like a new Super Mario Bros., that became a consistent "quote unquote" evergreen title. That's why it never went down from forty bucks because it was still selling. And yeah, it was profitable for both Nintendo and for the for the companies who for the um, retailers who were selling it because oh, they could still sell it at forty bucks. They were making their their highest possible profit margin. Yeah. on every unit. It's like think about it, Pete. If, if you had a comic book in your <laughs> store that you knew would sell twenty copies every month. Yeah, you just gotta keep it going. You would you, you know, yeah. want you'd want that product, right? Yeah. You'd want uh, mm-hmm. like oh, there could be a book that's oh, hundred bucks the first month, and then twenty five bucks yeah. next month, and then drops that, travels down yeah. to five to one, so yeah. it doesn't sell anymore. That's Nintendo strategy. They're they're constantly trying to stumble upon what they, they what they call they call them evergreen titles, where like yeah. mm-hmm. where the person they're looking for the consumers who didn't care if it was a new release or not, because a, a lot of these gamers they only want the game that's brand new, or yeah, or they a want a the game example, that's really cheap.
1: A great example of a game that com- that had wild sales and great expectations, and then probably a week later started to sell nothing was No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Yep. <laughs> see right there. That's a great example. Like, I remember, like, because that, that was during my
0: my three month sojourn in GameStop uh, last year. Yeah. Amber the first week couldn't find the game, and then like two weeks later. Every store I'd use copies because everyone was trading it in because they found out, yeah, you know what? It wasn't you know, it didn't it didn't deliver what it what was promised.
1: And they're trying to update it. They say the you know, they made it like this is we're just building the foundation for something bigger and Nobody went back. No, no, no <laughs> nobody one's gonna come back. Body went back. I,
0: I, I bought that game.
1: I, I felt it, like a fool. I bought it. I played it. I played to death, and then I realized, shit, this is boring. Is th- I mean, I like the relaxation aspect of it. It is rather it's relaxing. Dull dull, it's dull as It's dull as dog shit.
0: It, it is quite dull, and 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 that's the key. That's what you know, and and that's the struggle in the game industry. That people don't realize, like Nintendo's always co- constantly trying to stay on top of, of, of that, where they try to find products that will they that, that, that long term profitability, mm, not yeah. big money, but long- consistent consistency. money, consistency. Yeah. That's what they're constantly trying to look for. That's where, like they had a they had a big uh, uh, stumbling block with the Wii U. Obviously, we 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 discussed that our very first episode back in January because that that turned out like they were trying, like you know, like I said back then, they were trying to cater to both the hardcore and the casuals at the same time, which created a product that neither side wanted.
1: <laughs> well, and you could talk about you know how they stick to their plan and everything, but it seems like they know when to abandon an idea when no, it's not working. That this is true.
0: No, no, they 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 will they will pull the plug on something if it if it doesn't work. And I remember the Game Boy Micro. Remember yeah, that, that thing was like a thing that 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 that, that sold really hot at first because it was around that time where it was in the impression everybody wanted like smaller because cell phones were getting smaller and smaller and smaller at that point in like 2004 2005 like i had my tiny little nokia and um that uh game boy micro nope
1: just didn't sell didn't
0: sell they pulled the plug on i remember the following black friday uh nintendo got rid of all their product through walmart oh. it was like a like a for like 30 20 or 30 bucks you could have got them game boy micro on black friday Wow, it was nuts. It was like they sent out pallets of them just to liquidate the things and just to, out, yeah. yeah, like you said, they know how to pull the plug when something goes wrong. Like the Virtual Boy, that was gone within a year.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, that, was, that was probably Wii. their most it, famous. Wii U was probably one of their more spectacular ones. That was a spectacular
0: failure. I mean, yeah, it it inherently, if you if you bought it and gave it a chance, it actually was a quality system. I I had a lot of fun with it. From when I when I, when I used it, but I, I could see how a, a normal person <laughs> would not enjoy it. Like, yeah, because remember the time I brought it over. I brought it over, eight controllers and we played eight player Mario Kart. Yeah, that was awesome. We we freaking played crazy Mario Kart. And then I had I had Smash Bros. Night at my house where we were playing eight player Smash. Like there are specific moments where that thing was an amazing machine, but it wasn't consistent. Like we're like, all right, there are a few cool games here and there, but it's just okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it,
1: it just didn't deliver what they were expecting at all.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Tabitha, again, I, I know she she's excited to talk about Nintendo. She she likes to bury them as much as I do. Um, they they were testing the waters for the Switch. I was kind of like, like uh, it's almost like, the, it felt like maybe the Wii U was kind of like a beta test of, uh, oh, of the Switch.
1: It was an expensive beta test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey,
0: I guess, you know, sometimes, you know. Yeah. I think another thing is like they tried to find success from failures. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I'm sure, like, I remember there's one, like, when, when one of those times where you and I were sitting here watching What Culture videos, and uh, they showed, uh, you know, it's like, oh, a lot of these ideas, they stick to their ideas and they just wait until they find a way to make it work. The yeah. Virtual Boy, that didn't work, but the 3DS did. Yeah. Yeah. The
1: Power Glove,
0: that didn't make any sense. But I the just Wii I saw did. a
1: Power Glove this week the little the old school gaming place mm. that uh, that's at the mall by my place uh, right there on display he has a, power a freaking glove? power glove i nearly <laughs> lost it it's so cool <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> what was that movie uh, the, wiz- wizard. The, wiz. yeah. the wizard the wizard the wizard the wiz sorry the no, wrong movie yeah You're the thinking, wiz was actually the the wizard was black wizard yeah. of oz <laughs> yes
0: the but, wizard was a, uh, oh, a an savage. hour an hour and a half commercial for yeah. super mario
1: 3 <laughs> Which was a good game.
0: Which is one of my favorite it's games a great of all time. Game, one of
1: the greatest. Well, ev- I remember
3: the kid. I never understood why the kid freaked out when he pulled out the power glove. He's like, "Oh no, I can't, I can't go up against that."
0: Like- no, no one could control that freaking like the way he was controlling Rad Racer. That's not how it works. Yeah, damn you Hollywood for portraying the power glove as something that could. Oh, that'll make you better at freaking uh, it's at, it's at, at freaking Rad Racer. No way. There's no way you could control Rad Racer with a freaking power glove. Ridiculous. <laughs> Oh God! Like people complain about gimmicks now. There were a lot of bad gimmicks in the NES era. Do they,
1: you think that, and I, I know that the the answer for this is absolutely not. Okay. But how much fun would it be if they actually re-released a Power Glove that's actually up to today's standards? They've they've man they've mastered motion control with their with their setups. All of their stuff are really solid. I, the switch is outstanding with it. It'd be kind of cool. Can you imagine? <laughs> if- I think
0: the nostalgia for. For a nostalgia for nostalgia sake, I think it would re- sell really well at first. But again, it's not a long term. Like, it it would be something along the lines of like an NES classic, something yeah. they'd make for like a one off to sell during the holidays, limited edition. Just try <laughs> to kind of capitalize on people's you know, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, if it's oh, I'm sure it's already been the 20th anniversary since, or <laughs> or maybe the 20th anniversary has passed because apparently it's like,
1: we're come, we're working on the 30th. We're working on
0: 30, so maybe for the 30th anniversary of the Power Glove, they can do of you know. A Power glove, or they could, or whatever their next system. If they do VR, I see, I see, (laughs) I see Anthony Toy on the Facebook Live says a VR power glove. Like,
1: a VR power, you know, see, that would be great, a great application for that. So, yeah,
0: I think like whatever the next system they have in line, you know, for you know, you know, because Nintendo's always like, so they've put out the switch, they're already work, there's already some guys in a lab in Kyoto, Japan, working (laughs) on the next thing. That's how they operate, yeah. Like that's how they. Yeah. This, 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 that's how the company works. They're always trying to stay ahead. They. They. That's why they abandon. The, that's why they abandon stuff sometimes and, and just move on. Yeah. It. It. it it's ve- They're. A, it's a weird company. Like it, it, oddly. It was oddly. For it was actually oddly frustrating to work for them because it would be very contradictory. Because every be time, because I was out there, I was a physical representation of Nintendo in Los Angeles, and I have to go out and sell. I remember. 2006, having to go out and tell people, oh, no, there is not going to be a new version of the DS. This DS is the one we have. And then the DS Lite comes out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like they, they don't want to get it getting out. And then people kind of assume, like, this is what Nintendo does. They're just going to do an, another version. I'm like, the DS Lite comes out. I'm like, okay, this is the DS. There won't be another one. DSi. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. It, it, was the, it was the most, oh, it, it, it would drive me insane. I'm like, oh, they're going to be a bigger version, aren't they? I'm like, no. I'm like, we have been told by our supervisors that there are no... And uh, there's no plans for a for a, for an Excel an version DSi XL. Oh, <laughs> Tabitha again on the Facebook Live. There was a pulse sensor. It was going to be a Wii Health game. The, they they I remember they showed this thing. That, thank you for reminding me, Tabitha. Uh, they, they, they had this thing that was going to be for the Wii, where you literally would attach a, a pulse sensor to your finger, and it would sense your pulse as you were playing. And it was funny. The internet was all over it. Like the application, like oh, I guess the most obvious application was going to be survival horror, where like the more scared you got, the game would know and react. Like, yeah, if, no, if they oh, yeah. if they could have gotten like, I guess uh, there was a game called Eternal Darkness, uh, where like if they could have tied that game into your heart rate, wow, and like and like yeah. me- measure your vitals as like the more anxious or more nervous you got, they the more the game fucked with you. you know, that would be amazing, and know, I feel like I'm sure Oculus Rift they're probably going to be working on stuff like that. But Nintendo, they never released it. Like they, they showed it at one e three because there was gonna be like it was gonna have health applications and it was gonna have um you know like survival horror like we the internet was like all over it. They're trying to think, oh, what could this possibly be? Nintendo is on top of it, and then it was quietly just dismissed. Like we, like it was never spoken of again. It was just gone.
1: I know, no, I know Nintendo would never. Do this, so I'm oh, hoping oh, another. Oh, I'm uh, hoping this, another company. If, if,
0: if only everyone could have seen the smile that was on Sam face for the last couple minutes. I can only imagine what's going to come out of his mouth right like now. Like they
1: have, because Nintendo was trying to, you know, put out a pulse sensor kind of thing. Okay, and Here you know, re- make it react <laughs> to what your whatever your like, you know, pulse mm-hmm. rate or uh huh. I know Nintendo won't do this, but I was wondering if it, one company would step up to the bat on this one, okay. literally and figuratively. I already have a response
0: ready, locked and loaded for this, and
1: have a pulse sensor for your dick <laughs> <laughs> and it can react and adjust the gameplay <laughs> accordingly
0: see they, they would not be first to market on this no. <laughs> there was a game uh on the on the ps2 called res i don't know if you ever heard of yes. this game the uh, they uh, a, a i believe a third party company made a um, they made an accessory <laughs> that uh, you could um use Because the game was all about pulses and beats. Yes. And uh, you could put it in your private area, and then it would vibrate to the rhythm of the game.
1: That's kind of awesome. Yeah. Now, see, that's the thing. You have to find... Like that—that's where we're going nah, with, nah, with nah, virtual reality. Anyone watching reality. this live,
0: go Google Re- Res Vibrator. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> go Google, Google Res Vibrator
1: and picture it being
0: used with VR. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, VR. Uh, I mean, aren't we? I mean, didn't they have a bunch of that in the last year at E3 with all the, like the the VR porn?
1: Oh, I know they, the person. Like, who, I'm actually friends with the person who is huh? uh, like the forefront, the face of all VR porn. It's Ella Darling. Ah, she's awesome. She's outstanding. She's. One of the smartest people out there, too. She has they, a
0: master's degree. They had one the, of the longest lines at E3 for for VR. Outside of Oculus Rift. I probably had, had the th-
1: longest line.
0: Oh! oh. Like where, where people were like, you could watch VR porn. Yeah. Because you know, last year's E3 was all about VR. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see what this year's theme of E3 is going to be. If it's going to be... Some uh, couch. I hope uh, you know. I uh, selfishly, I hope this this year's E three th- uh, <laughs> There you go. Quality podcasting. Hashtag quality podcasting. The the theme for E3, this year's E three. I hope is couch co op, where games you can play with your friends physically next to you.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, couch co op for me almost created a baby, or did create a baby. <laughs> Hashtag Jojo rules. Hashtag
0: <laughs> Jojo Hashtag rules.
1: Super Commie Jojo.
0: Super Commie Jojo. <laughs> uh, our youngest fan.
1: That's what couch co-op was all about. Uh, our youngest fan, back, three, three back months old. in my day, couch co-op meant that I got a Hummer.
0: <laughs> couch, co-op. couch co-op meant both of your controllers got used. Yes. It <laughs> meant could, that you... I
1: had to please her, too. <laughs> and, and, and,
0: and and a callback to episode seven. Couch co-op meant you'd use your Dolphin vibrator gaming controller. <laughs> to help yourself get off and complete the mission in the game. Good God! Yes, of course. I knew, with the smile on your face, that we were gonna we were we were gonna take hey. this into the warm pillows of dick Lamb. Hey, trust we were gonna, me, we I... we're gonna pop our our our, parash- our our testicular parachutes and float deep into the world of dicks.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, just get me started on sex nerd shit, and I I'm, know you had a show. It's on.
0: one of the shows you worked on before was about you being a sex nerd.
1: Well, so, sex expert.
0: Sex expert. Nerd expert. Same thing. Yeah. I th- a nerd can yeah. be considered an a expert. Connoisseur. A connoisseur. A connoisseur. <laughs> a, a sommelier. A sommelier. <laughs> you, 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 a vaginal sommelier. A vaginal sommelier. <laughs> See, this is quality. You're welcome, iTunes. <laughs> I, mean, I know this is not the worst content that iTunes is going to get, but this is, uh, this is some quality content. You're, you're welcome, Facebook land. I hope you're. Not, I hope people with kids are not watching this with your kids. Way, as Dre slowly waves to the camera, let me let me wave to and Twitch all
1: the, and all the little guys are waving back at you on all, Twitch.
0: All, oh, they're all waving me back on Twitch. All all, all my little guys on the, on the Twitch camera. So, all right, a, a segment that I forgot to do last week. So we're we're gonna end the Nintendo topic talking about sex. So a segment I want to talk about. A, a segment I forgot to mention last week during the show. Was Dre's uh, weight, both hands, uh, Dre's Weight Loss Challenge. Oh, yeah. like I, I, I was going to use the show to keep myself accountable yep. about my weight. And actually, in the last two, because when I first, when we first announced it, I was, I was 259 pounds. This is the largest I've ever been in my life. That, that is the, the, the biggest I've ever been. And um, last week, I was 255. I, oh, nice. I, I changed my lunches from going to In-N-Out and... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to In-N-Out and, uh, and and other places like getting burritos from like Taco Lita because I'm over in that vicinity during during the day. Um, hashtag Taco Lita. Hashtag Taco Lita. Uh, that's for D. Loke and for Sam and Chris Moreland and, um, and Andrew Koch. All the all the ta- all the Taco Lita lovers. <laughs> and uh, I switched. To, I I I did. The, I, I started going to Subway and and, and eating less. <laughs> um, I got I got myself like, a six inch tuna sub, six inch turkey sub, and. and and just changing my diet a little bit, I haven't had a chance to do any uh, any of my DDP yoga. Mm-hmm. But just by changing my diet alone, okay. Let me move the controller here. There we go. And I'm just changing like that. Yeah. Last week, two fifty five. This week, I, I, to this morning, I weighed myself two fifty three. There you go. i yeah. I've reduced. I reduced the, my caloric content. I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm eating. Le- I'm not. I'm not eating late at night. No. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not having myself double doubles in, <laughs> at midnight. <laughs> Although we are probably going to go to Chronic Taco that was after it. this. Like, I haven't had dinner. We're going to go to Chronic Taco after this, and I'll probably gain two pounds right there because the Chronic Taco next to Sam's house yeah. is open, and I, I
1: want some Chronic Taco. I already put on 10 pounds because no, of that. that, And I
0: knew it. I knew someone on Facebook Live was going to say, as soon as I missed the subway, uh, Tabitha Sheehan, she uh, and she you are the MVP of this of this episode today. <laughs> she says, "Don't become a pedophile." Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I knew as, as soon as I mentioned the Subway <laughs> diet, everyone's going to think of the a, good, old, good old pervy pervy pedophile Jared. Jared. <laughs> oh, that that monster. That terrible, terrible man. He is he makes cr- it uncomfortable. He makes it slightly uncomfortable to eat at, eat at Subway.
1: He's currently Bubba's bitch in cell boxing. Uh, I, I
0: hope. I, I I sincerely hope so. That, Didn't that... he lose like, like three hundred pounds? <laughs> I thought <laughs> he gained it back. In, uh, he... Hasn't
1: he gained it back in they prison? Children's dick. Oh, oh. <laughs>
0: nah, I, I, uh, no, not in children's dick. He, he probably has plenty of access to prisoner uh, protein. Oh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> he's <laughs> probably having lots of prisoner protein right now, and that's why he's gaining all his weight back. <laughs> He's bulking up. I, I'm sure. I'm sure
1: he's uh, he's panic eating or whatever you want to call panic it. Panic eating. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the subway diet in prison, do they? No.
0: They, I'm, I'm sure. They, I'm sure there's other footlongs that I, I'm sure he's being forced oh. to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> He's not eating fresh anymore. Rose. Oh, I'm sure there are some things that are fresh. That Well, you know what? Maybe sometimes they can be a little ripe in prison. You know, maybe it's not. You know what? Like, I think you're right, Pete. I think some of the things he's enjoying in prison are not fresh. Uh, not fresh. <laughs> I'm sure he's been serving up the toss salad. Serving toss salad. a uh, Tabitha, again, on, on, on Facebook Live. I'm, he's a bottom for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, a I power f- bottom, apparently. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's, a, he's he's a power bottom, yes. <laughs> I love how we're just like cascading the show down this direction. Yes. Like I I I go into my weight loss challenge and we start talking, going right back to dick tock. <laughs> Good old dick talk. <laughs>
1: we're right in my oh. wheelhouse. G
0: Son, Mike Kersey, Now he's a subway. Oh. Oh. oh they're running a train on him. Oh, oh. power glove bottom. Tabitha power again. Power glove bottom power glove tying everything together. Tabitha, MVP. You're the MVP today. And that's the name of this episode. Oh, no. Power Glove Bottom. Power Glove Bottom. (laughs) Contextually, that makes absolutely no sense. You'd have to listen to the episode first. I don't want to scare people on iTunes. (laughs) Like, uh, I thought this uh, was Power Glove Bottom. Is this some sort of leather podcast? (laughs) Some leather SM podcast that I I tuned in for? Jesus. Jesus Christos. I'm sorry. Rolando if you watch this I'm sorry for my, my for my blasphemy my friend <laughs> I try not to blasphem a little I try not to blasphem that much as, as, as Sam flicks away hey, you know what people might listen you know <laughs> the, the most surprising topics have, have gotten yeah. have gotten the best reactions out of this show like like yeah when we degenerate into me talking uh, I was re-listening to episode 7 the other day because, uh, you, you know if if I download my own podcast is that is that, is that podsterbating Yes, it is. A is is that ma- master potting. Master <laughs> if, if I'm listening to myself <laughs> podcasting, <laughs> and I re-listen to the to the epic, you know, back to back, you know, the, the the GameCube Dolphin vibrating controller, and yes. then and that, and how I followed that up with who is interrupting my co- Kung Fu Coitus? <laughs> yes, but <laughs> well, we just had some. We've had some really good moments on this show. <laughs> And I, I have to say, I am proud of the ridiculous moments that we have on this show. That's why we, we keep coming back. And I hope you guys keep coming back and watching. Phrasing. Phrasing. Come, keep on coming back. There you go.
1: There you go. Not much phrasing, but phrasing. Not much phrasing.
0: <sighs> so, so uh, uh, On that note, I think we're going to wrap things up a little bit. Phrasing. <laughs> Damn it. Now That's all I can do now. That's all I'm thinking about is how can I turn everything into a sexual immuno? That's part of us. That is is <laughs> that. That is us. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I. this is what I do in real life, so why not do it on the show?
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, next week, maybe I'll come on and talk about my depression. Why not? Maybe we should start thinking about how we can adapt this show to, to a VR format.
0: Oh, oh. God. No. P- people so don't want me in virtual can, reality. People
1: can sit here and, like, reach out and touch us.
0: Oh, phrasing.
1: Virtually. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're maybe still going we to have phrasing, a, a right? penis pulse control sensor penis
0: pulse control. <laughs> I'll, I'll go find that res, that res vibrator on, on eBay. I'm sure <laughs> yes. uh, it'll only send me back a few five, like a few hundred dollars <laughs> Seriously. And, I, and I'll dig up my PS2 and my copy of res and we'll just vibrate the night away <laughs> or Sam, what is your Twitter handle?
1: Oh, calling (laughs) apartments. Sam Z five seventy. Sam Z five seven zero.
0: Peter, what's your Twitter handle? (laughs) It's uh, nostalgic underscore comics. You can follow the show at Dre GP Podcast. You can watch us on Twitch. Be ridiculous. Twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP Podcast. You can, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, and you can see Sam thrusting the night away at Facebook.com away. forward slash Dre gp Podcast. If you're not listening to this on iTunes, you can listen to this without the benefit of video. You can find us on iTunes.com. Uh, just search Dre's Geek Philosophy, and you will find a picture of me holding my head like this. <laughs> That's my my standard my standard it does, position. It does happen a lot. It, hap- it me putting my head to my head. <laughs> it does happen a lot. Remember, if you do go to iTunes, please rate, review, subscribe. It helps the algorithm. To, that way more people say, we already have a review. Someone liked the oh. show. We got five stars. Nice. We five got a, stars. Holy cow. We got a five-star review. Why didn't you give even, us that? I don't even Did know who even it is. Did they even listen? <laughs> hey, you know what? We put quality content out here, sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> There's quality content. Get over here. For my executive producer, Sam Zia. For <laughs> judgmental Nerd. Pete Molini, I'm your host, Dre Cervantes. You have been listening and or watching Dre's Geek Philosophy. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Have a good night.